thanks for listening to the weirdest stories from around the world on Weird AF News with your host, Comedian Jonesy. So apparently a non-stick frying pan can make your penis smaller, experts warn. Somebody sent me this article on Instagram and it, uh, it frightened the hell out of me, obviously. I use a non-stick pan occasionally. Do I need to worry about my penis shrinking? Is that what's going on here? What kind of study is this, by the way? Do we, do we need to put any sort of legitimacy into this? Let's get into the article here. This is, um, this is a little weird. If you, if you use non-stick frying pans to cook your bacon and eggs, you may want to rethink that decision. A scientist, one scientist, really? Just one? A scientist claims people could be putting their future children at risk as chemicals in non-stick frying pans could leave their future sons with smaller penises. Well, there are worse things. <laughs> they found chemicals... They have found chemicals called PFCs. And uh, they're claiming that they can interfere with male hormones and lead to sexual organs being, quote, significantly shorter and thinner. How do they get this information? What study is this? This is I, I need more information. This seems fake to me. One scientist? Is this enough for us to change our ways? The effect doesn't just happen in the womb, the scientist says, as it could interfere with teenagers by reducing their testosterone levels. As well as nonstick pans, PFCs can also be found in waterproof clothing and greaseproof food packaging. Scientists from the University of Padua found that young men who grew up in an area polluted with PFCs have penises 12.5% shorter and 6.3% thinner than healthy guys. That's up to half an inch shorter. <laughs> really? Who volunteered this information? Who's, who's running around measuring penises <laughs> in, in areas that are polluted with PFCs and areas that aren't polluted with PFCs? Who's just running around measuring penises? They found these numbers by measuring the penises of 383 men with an average age of 18. Padua is apparently near Venice, and it's one of the four areas in the world known to have high levels of PFC pollution. The Italian researchers found PFCs will bind to testosterone receptors and reduce levels of male sex hormone used in the body. In case you're a nerd and want to hear more about science, just Google that shit yourself. Therefore, the men they, they claim grew up with smaller penises, less healthy, less healthy sperm also less mobile sperm and a shorter distance between their scrotum and their anus, which is a sign of lower fertility. Did you know that? If you have a shorter distance between your scrotum and your anus, that's a sign of low fertility. I didn't know that. I guess I need to, I need to measure the distance between my scrotum and anus. Any volunteers to help me with that? I can't reach. <laughs> it doesn't matter about my fertility anyways, guys. I can't make babies. I had a vasectomy, so who cares? I always find it funny, these lower fertility things that they say. They go, well, you know what? It lowered this guy's, it lowers your sperm count by 200,000. And you're like, well, who cares if I'm blasting 2 million? All it takes is one. Even if you cut your fertility in half, your sperm count in half, that's still a million. How many do you need? You really only need like 12 sperm to be duking it out, really, at the end of the day. Uh... Then the study goes on to say how many men they measured grew up in that were grew up in a polluted area compared to men who grew up in away from that area. The non-exposed men had an average flaccid penis length of ten centimeters measured upon measured along the top 
from the body to the tip. All right, all right, all right. We don't need this. Their penises were thinner. The healthy men measured 10.3 centimeters in circumference compared to 9.65 in the polluted areas. Do you ever think that there might be something else going on here? This is a very small sample size. You know, a couple hundred men. I mean, that's really nothing. I don't think you can really extrapolate to the overall rest of humanity by this small, small size, sample size. Maybe the men in that region just happen to have smaller penises. It's a thing. It's a thing. Okay? I'm not about to stop using non-stick pans. I mean, they're, they're the easiest ones. I can't... I struggle with the, with the sticky pans, you know? As I cook with coconut oil usually, and no matter how much coconut oil I put on the goddamn thing, the stuff still sticks to it. It's a, it's a pain in the ass. I don't have time for it, okay? I like my non-stick frying pans. I don't care if my penis is shrinking. <laughs> this is my life. It's now or never. <laughs> I'm cooking in a non-stick frying pan. You can't tell me otherwise. I, I do question the veracity of this article. The veracity? I'm going to have to go to Snopes.com and see if this is actually true or submit this article. You guys ever go to Snopes? Yeah, they, they tell you if stuff is true. I question this. Um, I'm going to fry. I'll tell you what. I'm going to use my nonstick pan every day for a week, and then I'm going to measure my penis. And we'll see, we'll see how it goes. I'll, I'll send pictures. I'll post pictures on the Weird AF News Facebook page. You guys can track the shrinkage with me. <laughs> Ordinarily, I'm not uh, envious of the state of Ohio at all, but uh, apparently the state of Ohio is getting its own bacon vending machine, and I'm thinking about moving, to be honest with you, because I want to live in a place that has bacon vending machines. I want it to be right next to the marijuana vending machine, if we can make that happen. That's a, that's a utopia <laughs> right there. What's your vision of utopia, Jonesy? Hey, you know, a, a, a bacon vending machine right next to a marijuana vending machine, I think that does it. You know, next to a condom machine. Uh, the Ohio Pork Council has added a baking vending machine at Ohio State. At Ohio State, the, the school? All right. The machine is located in the Animal Science Building at the College of Food, Agricultural, and Environmental Sciences, and it will supply students with ready-to-eat bacon for a dollar. <laughs> The bacon vending machine is a unique and fun way for the Ohio Pork Council to support Ohio State students and promote the pork industry at the same time, says the president of the Ohio Pork Council. That's a funny position to have. What, what's your job? Oh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm in charge of the, the pork council. I don't even know a state has a pork council. What do you just eat bacon all day long? Bacon wrapped scallops, bacon wrapped pineapples, BLTs all day long, just bacon, bacon, bacon. I'm into it. I put bacon up my butt because it, it goes to my heart quicker. <laughs> hey, hey, does PETA know about this bacon vending machine? Oh, snap. This is, see, now this is something I would, I would say like, hey, PETA, go after something like this, okay? I, I don't support you doing anything like going after this because I feel like a bacon vending machine is a wonderful thing in life and people should have the option if they want to buy their bacon out of a machine, they should be allowed to buy a bacon out of, of, of a machine. And I'm tired of you telling people what they can and cannot eat and where they can or cannot eat it. Okay, PETA? But, however, compared to what you're usually doing, PETA, <laughs> as far as using your, uh, your funds and your time, I feel like going to protest a bacon vending machine would be, you know, would be much more fruitful than what you've been doing. <laughs> Just not to harp on the PETA situation, but shit, man. A baking vending machine sounds like PETA's nightmare, doesn't it? Uh, now, the, co the company Hormel Sugardale 
Oh, the companies Hormel, Sugardale, and Smithfield donated shelf-stable bacon strips and bacon bits for this machine. Proceeds from the machine will benefit the Meat Science Program at Ohio State. Members of the program are responsible for stocking and maintaining the machine during its time on campus. The Meat Science Program is excited to partner with the Ohio Pork Council through the Bacon Vending Machine Project. I, and I, you know what? And I support the Bacon Vending Machine Project. Just want you to know that. Weird AF News is, a, is an official sponsor of, of bacon vending machine projects all over the world. Yes, more baking vending machines, please, in the world. You tell me what I need to do to make this happen because this is a dream come true. Oh, you got to see a photo of it. It's just, oh, it looks delicious. It's like a regular vending machine, you know? But apparently there's bacon products in there. I love it. Absolutely. I don't see a BLT in there. I'd love to add a BLT to that, to the uh, bacon vending machine. If you could please do that. That would be outstanding. Outstanding! Uh, uh. Bacon knocks me out. Two altar boys have been arrested for putting marijuana in the censor. We, uh, what started as a joke ended with some legal trouble for two altar boys living in Spain. They were detained overnight after they put weed in the censor of the... Of the Cathedral of Santiago de Compostela. The censer is used in the Cathedral of Santiago de Compostela to celebrate the epiphany of the Lord. Several assistants stated that in this occasion, the holy precinct was suddenly covered in an odd smell. They said, it did not smell as usual. It was a familiar smell, but I could not relate it to anything. But sometimes my son's bedroom smells like that. (laughs) What? Who said this? The holy precinct? Oh, an assistant at the Holy Precinct? Following the mass, the altar boys were arrested by the police after confirming that the strange smell was coming from the cannabis that they put inside the censer. Come on, you got to be kidding me. This is amazing. It was a joke, they said. The idea came during the Christmas Eve mass. They said, we bought half a kilo of Mary Jane and <laughs> dropped it inside the censer. We, we're sh- we are sure that people have left the cathedral happier than ever. <laughs> Really? This can't, this can't be true. I can't imagine altar boys doing this. I can't. I can imagine altar boys like joking about doing this, you know, talking about how funny it would be to do this, but never really following through with it. I mean, this is, this is, well, I admit, I think it's outstanding. I think it's great. I, I would, I'm, this is the kind of church I want to go to. Luckily for the boys, no one got injured. Well, how would you get injured? Stupid. And they were released after one night in detention. Good, good. Don't you don't need to. If that happened in the U.S., they'd put these boys away for a hundred years. That's what would happen. Ridiculous. Spain is a reasonable country, therefore they just detained the kids overnight. Had a talking, maybe find them or something, which is which is reasonable. It's this is a this is a harmless prank. Let's let's get real. Um, <laughs> it's so, this is one of the great pranks of all time. Man. I just I love this shit. This is great, hilarious. I wonder if I wonder if the priest got high. Don't you wonder? You're like, ow! <laughs> the priest, the priest starts off with the usual lecture, and then all of a sudden starts talking about uh, how 9/11 was an inside job, and you're like, what just happened to the priest? <laughs> the priest is all talking about conspiracy theories by the end of the mass. <laughs> the priest is like, I don't know what came over me, you know? I, uh, I was. I was reading from the book of John, and then all of a sudden, I just, I just felt like talking about the Illuminati. I, I, thought it, <laughs> I thought it was appropriate at the time. I don't know what came over me. Yeah, you were high. 
I want to get high, so high at the altar. Altar boys, man. Hey, who can blame the altar boys? It's it's bored. It's boring. It's boring being an altar boy. You got to spice it up a little bit. Come on. All this mumbling and everybody be quiet. Get on your knees. The only thing fun for you to do is wave that sensor around. You might, you might as well like put some put some Mary Jane in there. Make make the situation more exciting. <laughs> I don't blame them at all. Come on, Jonesy. This is sacrilegious. How dare you? How dare you not take religion seriously? What, are you, what is wrong with you? I'm sorry. I don't take anything seriously. I have to be honest with you. This, which makes me the perfect host for this show. Hey, if I took things seriously, I would be weeping by the end of each episode. I would be crying. You're lucky I don't take shit seriously. Um, although I do tend to, I do go on rants and raves. I do get a little angry sometimes. So yeah, yeah, I, I do take some things. Some things. But I can't talk. Obviously, I don't even take talking seriously. I can't even do it. <laughs> all right, listen. I love you all. Um, if you were completely offended by this story or any others, please call Weird AF News, 646-450-2012. I definitely want to hear from you. Hey, weirdos. It's Jonesy, your loving host of Weird AF News. I appreciate you listening on a nearly daily basis. If you are, if you're not, what the hell's wrong with you? Listen every day. What's wrong with you? Get the weird news that you need to get you through the day because that serious news, let me just tell you about the serious news, guys. It does awful things to your blood pressure, <laughs> okay? It, it, it adds to your depression. You don't need to add to your depression. Is that a spider? Oh, no. Uh, by the way, a, a lot of people responded to my PETA story yesterday. Um, my man Dallas from Minnesota. And by the way, Dallas, your accent came out really hardcore in that one. Uh, let, let me give you some of my accent. Hey, my Boston accent. Hey, Dallas, your, your, your friggin' accent came out really hardcore on that one. <laughs> <laughs> on that friggin' call, bro. Uh, as you know, I've covered PETA many, many times in these uh, on these shows. Uh, and, I, and I normally... I, uh, can you get any louder? Uh, any louder out there? Why don't you drill a hole to the center of the earth? Uh, I'm calm. <laughs> By the way, I just wanted to say, I, you know, I make fun of PETA quite a bit, uh, but uh, someone sent me an email about it uh, and, and sort of like gave me a different point of view and let me tell you something I'm not Jonesy isn't isn't totally cemented into his points of view I like to keep an open mind I have very strong opinions but um, I'm not I don't close myself off okay I, I will listen to other points of view and if they're not stupid uh, you know I'll give them some credence and maybe even change I'm constantly changing my outlook um, as I take in new information so um, Wednesday um sent me an, an email that said, hey, I love your show. Listen to it every morning while I'm getting ready for work. Oh, thank you. I was listening with my boyfriend. Why does everyone listen with their boyfriends, by the way? Can't a single girl reach out to me like, hey, I listen all by myself wearing lingerie. It's always like, listen with my boyfriend. Great, great. I'm glad, ev- I'm glad everyone else is getting laid. So I was listening with my boyfriend and we had to look up the PETA article to see what they were talking about and all the weird phrases that, that they came up with. So if you don't know, yesterday I... I covered an article where PETA was trying to change our language. They were complaining that we say things like, um, you know, uh, being a guinea pig. uh, And they were kind of like uh, that phrase, being being a guinea pig, meaning being a a subject for experimentation, um, is the equivalent of like racial and homophobic slurs. So that's what they said. Um, 
Now, Wednesday says, while I originally agreed with you outright, my boyfriend brought up a really good point. Now, we both hate PETA as well, and we aren't vegans or vegetarians in the slightest. But a lot of these phrases do have roots in advocating for animal testing and killing, like, quote, bring home the bacon, and kill two birds with one stone, and be the guinea pig. We agreed that equating it with the perils of homophobia and racism is absolutely wrong, and they were wrong to do that. However, animal testing is also wrong. So saying, be the guinea pig, but being personally against animal testing could be similar to a, a quote, I'm not racist, but statement in their eyes. They seem blindsided by their animal rights advocacy to care about other groups' push for equal rights, and equating them is wrong because we're talking about humans versus animals here. But they do sort of have a point. It's more about changing your language to accurately depict what you support or don't support, and this just happens to be their cause. They just went about it in the wrong way, as always. Yes, they always go about it in the wrong way. It's a, Who's in charge of the resources there? They have bad planning. It's resource mismanagement. It's time mismanagement. There are much, much larger problems. You know, I was really touched by Dallas's description of, you know, when he worked in the chicken, at the chicken pr- uh, process plant. I mean, that really, that shocked him to the point where he became a vegetarian for two years. I mean, that's, in, that's crazy. I can't imagine what it would do to me if I went in there and saw the perils of a, a chicken production plant. I mean, this is the kind of thing that PETA needs to be putting their the resources to, um, you know, and bacon vending machines, probably, <laughs> instead of language. And now I understand that language is an also, also an issue. You, you bring it to my attention, and I, I, I get that. Um, and here's the other thing that's going on. And because, you know, PR is very important for any organization, uh, you know, as far as getting your agenda off the ground and bringing attention to yourself and attention to your, your needs and your mission. And it seems to me that PETA does the dumbest shit and they get this attention from it. So either PETA is really stupid, um, which I suspect, but they also may be absolutely brilliant if they're doing this on purpose. If they're doing dumb shit on purpose for the, uh, for the media, you know, flack that they're getting the media brushback. And, and, and of course it's like free advertising for them. That is brilliant if they're doing this on purpose. And, And I just thought of that just now. But I also, I also, uh, I'm glad that you wrote that email Wednesday, and I, and I, I thought to myself, you know, this is a really nice email. I should read it out loud because I, I should give um, voices to people who have an, an alternate outlook on what PETA is doing. Even though at the end of the day, we all think it's pretty stupid, right? Um, their their method is stupid, but um, um, they're, they're on a mission, obviously. So hats off; <laughs> they'll do anything to do, to get it. Uh, Oh, rambling. Okay. Uh, check out my Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Weird AF News. Why not support Jonesy? Come on. It's the holiday season. What's wrong with you? Don't you know I'm starving in a very small, cold apartment in, in Los Angeles right now and there's construction on top of my face? I mean, help me out here. I need drugs and alcohol. <laughs> so com- contribute. <laughs> come on. You think I'm going to go through the... The, se- the holiday season sober? You're out of your mind. I want to be out of my mind. So help Jonesy out. I'm going to be recording a bonus episode for the Weird AF News Patreon um, in the next couple of days, by the way, as long, uh, in addition to making a video, as I usually do, and prank calling Florida, which is necessary. And I'm also going to do a blog post on Jonesy's top 10 weirdest movies, which is well overdue. So that'll all be on the Patreon, and you'll need to join to, uh, to get access to that stuff. But it's great stuff. You're going to love it. You're, you, you love it. 
Reach out to me, 646-450-2012, or you can email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. You can also DM me on Instagram, at funnyjones. And I want to give an Instagram shout-out to several people who reached out to me. Uh, Stella Marie, Mistress Oise, Oise, Shelly Finn, Shelby Finn, Pamela Lynn, who actually gave, sent me that uh, penis-shrinking frying pan <laughs> article, and Stephanie Diane. So thanks for reaching out on Instagram. On Twitter, it's also Funny Jones as well. And on Facebook, it's Comedian Jonesy. I'm sorry I rambled on about this due diligence thing. Um, please forgive me, and I'll talk to you tomorrow because tomorrow's Friday. It's going to be Florida Fridays. You know what's up, Florida Fridays? Woo! Dysfunctionality at its best every Friday. You know it. Only from Weird AF News, obviously. Hey, Jonesy, this is Dallas from Minnesota. Every time I, I, I hear you do a story about PETA, it makes me hate them even more. And I hated them before I listened to you, but the more I really listen to all these weird ass stories, like the, you know, removing them from the, uh, the, the, uh, um, you know, the, the animal cracker one you did a couple months ago or so, then this one, and I can't remember the last one, but that was stupid too. Um, but the, here's what really makes me upset about it. 20 years ago, I worked in a chicken processing farm. I actually was just an egg processing farm for chickens. So it wasn't even like killing chickens or anything like that. I worked there for four hours. I had to walk out because it was so unbelievably scary. These chickens were not allowed to fucking move around. They were kept in cages. They looked strung out on drugs. I don't know if that's the way it is now. I haven't been to a chicken farm since. But, uh, it, it was scary as anything, and I never hear PETA actually complaining about the way that our food industry hand, handles processing food. You know, I was so affected by that. For two years, I was a vegetarian, but I love the taste of meat, so I had to go back. But uh, that's what upsets me. They, they waste their time on this bullshit instead of actually focusing time on, on stuff that really should be talked about. Just my two cents there. Talk to you later. So just an observation, Jonesy. I'm pretty sure that Jay from Sacramento um, gives himself enemas with bong water. <laughs> I mean, I swear to surmise from that. I'm pretty sure that's where he's going with that. I think that's the dirty water of which he speaks. You don't want to drink it? Squirt in your ass. You'll get hydrated and a buzz. Wow, man. Dude's got some theories. <laughs> Speaking of theories, man, the Asians got some damn theories. Throwing, I don't know if it wasn't Asians, it was Indians. Throwing babies off of buildings and shit. Wow. Thoroughly creeped me out today, man. Great job, my friend. <laughs> I will check back tomorrow.